Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, shout out to all of y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Exactly Amara with your girl, Amara La Negra. And if you didn't know, now you know that this is a production of iHeart. And thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, thank you for supporting me, for showing me love, for always being connected to this uh, amazing podcast. And today, I want to remind you, as usual, to subscribe, rate us, and share this podcast with your friends, families, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever. Because you know that the show is late. And I always talk about things that can connect with the people. Some connect more than others. But if you feel that this can relate to somebody that you know, please share it. Don't be stingy with the podcast. And also leave comments. Leave comments on the Instagram page at exactly Amada, or also on the YouTube channel. You can go to the YouTube channel and on the search bar write exactly Amada or Amara La Negra. And under the video, write your comments. I'm always there para and read all the comments. So... With that being said, I want to bring in today my guest, my producer, my friend, mi pana, mi amigo, mi compa, you already know, Alex, and I have officially named him, well, actually, no, I found out that he was already named that before, so Big Sexy is in the house. Thank you so much for joining, and I also have Arlene that I have named her today, Mrs. Juicy. I want to get Juicy. Juicy is also here with the tea. Um, and today, actually, today is like throwback Thursday. We're gonna change it up a little bit and we're gonna talk about some throwbacks, right? Yeah, we're gonna um basically you as an artist, my friend, uh, <laughs> you know, we wanna know and the people wanna know what influenced you, right? And by we're gonna bring calling it throwback Thursday because we wanna know what did you listen to growing up? What did your mom listen to growing up that influenced you? Boy, am I love. Growing up, I remember my mom, um, I have some good memories of that, but my mom would have a lot of Johnny Ventura, Mili Quesada, Olga Tañón, um, you know, Fefita. She would have a lot of like Dominican and also Cuban music playing in the house. 
Um, especially on Sundays, that was the day that she used to clean the house, baldeaba el piso con agua. And, and also, she didn't understand the language per se, pero she would love uh, to play in the house on being Tina Turner, Winnie Houston, Donna Summers, Gloria Gaynor. Tina todo Turner. Todo ese tipo de música. Yes. Mami ponía mucho de ese tipo de música y all those things influenced me, I guess. Honestly, um, before we had those big ass TVs that you have to like turn the, like, the buttons, divina. And a ella le encantaba poner esos programas también, Sábado Gigante y todas esas cosas that you would see those shows and hear the music and, and a little bit, I picked up a little bit of everything. I picked up a little bit of everything. Some of the English, some of the Spanish, but definitely she always played a lot of like strong women, like La Lupe, Lupita D'Alessio, sometimes even Juan Gabriel or stuff like that. You know, um, yeah, I listened to everything growing up. So Romanticón stuff? Yeah, también Romanticón. También José José, Luis Miguel en esos tiempos, you know, estaba en su momento. A lot, o sea, imagínate tú, la lista goes on and on of all the amazing, Rocío Durca, like, my mom was always very uh, well-rounded when it came to music, and she wanted me to hear a little bit of everything, and, and I'm grateful that she exposed me to so much uh, variations of what Latin music was at the time, because that's how I was able to be like, okay, I want to pick up a little bit of this, a little bit of that, put it together, and this is, you know, who Amara is. That's amazing, and, uh, you know, coming up in a Puerto Rican household, it was the same way, teníamos el, mm -hmm. el componente, with all right. the freaking like, you know, CD player, tape deck, you know, everything. And my mom would be playing everything. La salsa, merengue, bolero, uh, but, you know, bachata. Grupo, Grupo Nietzsche, Nietzsche and all that All stuff. that stuff. Oro solido. You know, everything just, just, oh my goodness. Now yes. you're thinking about it. I'm like. Don't you miss, don't you miss those days? How things have changed so much. Obviously, we know we got to evolve. You know, we got to go with times, but. Es tan lindo. Think of those memories of how we grew up. And and then sometimes I look at today's times and it's like, it's not that it's not that nice, but it's definitely not as innocent, as family oriented as it was back then, you know? I agree. And things things have, you know, I just, you know, and sometimes you think you want to keep that that same spirit that you had when, when you were younger. And even now with your kids, you know, you think, do I want to go ahead and, and do the same thing? And you should. I think you should. I think that that's, uh, that's a lost uh, art is having that family bonding time, you know, because everyone's on a damn screen now. See, but I, I agree with the screen thing. Yeah, we definitely have to change. For those that want to, esto no es para todo el mundo, right? But for those that want to keep uh, la cultura de nuestra, nuestra gente latina, I think it's important for us to be the ones to take charge and be like, you know what? I'm going to play you some music. This is what I grew up with. I want you to listen to this. I want you to know where you come from, what we heard. Ponerle some of the old school music I think is important. Um, we have to create that family-oriented energy. Y también que tú tienes que entender, yes, times have changed. Los muchachos these days know way too much. Back then, we didn't know as much as they know now. <laughs> and la lírica, lyrics, has also changed. You know, when were you going to hear back in the days you know, a song talking about pop that pussy or, you know, Jabber Like It's Hot or like, you know, Mrs. Juicy over here. You you weren't going to hear them lyrics, you well, know? Speaking and of the current music, is there anything you would play to your daughters, uh, any artists that you listen to now, today? Or are you only going to play what your mom bueno, played Jane, to them? Adele, Ivana C. 
Like, you know, there's there's some nice songs that I feel that my kids can listen to for sure. But realistically, if you really sit down and go through the playlist of the modern songs, you know, up on charts right now, it's kind of limited uh, the songs that you can play for them that is, you know, okay for, you know, children, right? Because um, everything somehow is either subliminal or there's something freaky nasty, you know, in there that's made for adults, which is fine. Because I've heard that too. We can't put the pressure on the artist. They're being an artist. You do right. what you do. As a parent, you're the one that decides you can hear this or you can't hear that or whatever. Pero la música no es lo mismo que antes. Antes tú ponías la radio and they could hear the whole everything. Ahora you're going to be changing stations every time a song I mean, even in, in the, so. you know, in the mid-90s, you know, as a teenager growing up, you know, there was a lot of songs... <laughs> on the radio that were kind of that you saw the trend starting with hip-hop and changing and then you know hip-hop merging with, uh, yeah. with latin music a lot of things started changing yeah. but you're right you're right uh i want to know from you now you told us a little bit about growing up and what your mom played when did you take it upon yourself to make the switch and start incorporating uh english-speaking music into into your playlist and what were some of the, like the records that you remember that you know play out in your head Oh my God. Um, I think it was the fact that in my house, and that's how I plan on doing it with my with my girls as well. En la casa, nosotros somos latinos. Aquí se ve eh, novelas. This is what we, I don't even watch it, but aquí se ve novelas. I want you to, you know, smell the sazón in the house. I want it to be very Latino. This is what we are. This is our culture. This is what we do. And you're going to copy paste and do the same thing with your kids because I don't want you to lose the essence of nuestra cultura latina because you're born in America. That's what we're not going to do, right? But um, in school, I know that in school they pick up all the English stuff. The, the accent, the language, the slang, the blah, blah, blah. You pick all those things up. So you can do that. But I remember that, that you know, being in school, listening to my friends and stuff. I, I, I was into like the Spice Girls. Okay. I was Scary Spice, NSYNC. You know, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, in esos tiempos, you know, I felt like I was killing it. Janet Jackson also. There was a lot of artists, like even, even it's funny, because even when you looked at the music videos back then, you thought they were so futuristic. And it's like the technology oh look and this and that. And you thought they were killing it. They kind of were. Um, I even remember the freakiest song that I liked back then. Well, there were two. I think it was, but the Milkshake came in earlier, I think. Um, but then, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Cisco? The thong song. The oh thong my song. God, yeah. The yes. thong song. I thought I was killing it. Everybody was like, this is so lit. You know, when the thong song came out and stuff well, like that. Well, you know, <laughs> when you when you think about it, right, you start listening to songs that you listened to back then. You listen to it now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for instance, uh, end quote, you have to lick it before you stick it. Yes. I'm like, wait a second. I was like rocking out to this in my room and, and just hanging out. Yeah. You know, you're saying like when you discovered the lyrics. As yeah. A, as yeah. A as, as, when, when you're yeah. a kid, you don't you're not there for the lyrics to be to make sense. You're there to sing you're along. You're just there for the vibe. Yeah. You know, I'm listening. Yeah. To, I'm <laughs> jamming out to both um, bachata, you know, alternate music, Blink-182, you know, hip hop, you know, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang yeah. was crazy. You know, Wu-Tang yeah. planning, you know. Like all of that stuff, yeah. and I wasn't thinking back then. You know, now I look back at it, I'm yeah. like, whoa! If my mom knew English the way yes. we do, she would have whooped yeah. my behind. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I think that's true too. A lot of times, I'm not saying that there wasn't, there was songs that were, you know, a little bit, you know, freaky, harsh or whatever. Pero uno estaba tan joven y tan inocente. You just wanted to sing the song and dance and you knew that you liked it and it was a vibe. You weren't really paying attention to the depth of the lyrics of the songs. So I guess it's that these days, I think we all know what the lyrics mean. The young ones... Even the young ones, they know. They may not know exactly, but they know it's not. You shouldn't be singing it, but you still do. So I get it. The pressures, you know, when you first started to to get into the music industry, what were those pressures like for you initially? Like coming in, I'm sure there was people, you were meeting with people that, that were saying, you have to sound like so-and-so. I need you to sound like this. What was oh all that God. like? Oh my God. My mom was one of the first ones. She was so annoying. Because my mom was like, since since I was very good at doing many things, it's like still now as an adult. You know, I'm an artist. Even though that I haven't done music in like two years, I think since the pandemic, 
I put out one or two songs, but since the pandemic, I really haven't been doing music like that. I got kind of caught up doing reality TV, doing uh, movies, doing other things. I, I somewhat, maybe I feel I kind of got comfortable in that space and I haven't been back in the studio also because I'm still going through some uh, legal situations with with those that have watched Loved and Hi- Love and Hip Hop Miami. You guys know what I've been going through, but that also también como que me ha quitado la motivación de seguir trabajando en la música even though that I miss it. But my mom was one of those that it was like, when you're very talented at doing many things, like I could host, I can do radio, I can do this, I can do that, da 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 She felt musically like, ella escuchaba una ranchera, I want you to do una ranchera. Ella escuchaba una salsa, I want you to do una salsa. Ella escuchaba un merengue, I want you to sing a merengue. And I'm like, but how am I supposed to find my identity musically, which happens to a lot of artists. You get caught up doing so many different genres that now your audience doesn't even know, like, you know, what you are, who you are, like, what is your target? Because one day you're singing pop, next thing you're now you're singing rock. And then after that, now you just did a hip hop song. And as an artist, you should be able to be creative and try and experiment with all those different sounds. Nothing should stop you. But you still do have to have a lane, a sound. So yes, I did feel the pressure of having to like, or they would do this. Oh my God, you should be the next Celia Cruz. Sing salsa. And it was like, that's cool. That's an honor, most definitely. But just because I'm black and I have an Afro and I'm Latina, it doesn't mean that automatically I should sing salsa because I remind you of Celia Cruz, you know? I'm still from this era, from this generation. And I like I like to do a lot of fusion. I mix up a lot of sounds. I'll mix up some Afro beat with some Brazilian funk. I'll mix some dembow with some like... That's what I think that is fun about doing music, being able to create. Yeah, I, li- I like that. And and you got to find your own voice. It's always great to pay homage to the, to the past and to who we listen to. But at the same time, right. you know... You kind of got to like move on with what you're doing. And I think that's what a lot of artists struggle with nowadays. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, I, I'm pretty sure back then everyone struggled because somebody, you know, wanted to be the next Frank Sinatra, que si esto, que si lo otro, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, for you, what do you attribute your success to in music? Like, do you think about it as your? Maybe your mom? Do you do you give all the the props to your mom? Is there a special person, a special mentor that helped you uh, get to the level of success that you've been been at? I know it sounds so corny, but I definitely always have to give credit to my mom. I have to give credit to my mom because my mom has been my number one supporter, my number one cheerleader, my number one you know critic. My everything. And I think it's because she sees what I'm capable of more, more than I can sometimes. And I think that parents have como ese don. It's like a gift. Like once your kid is born, I don't know how they do that, but they can say, no, dad or mom, I can't do it. And you know what they're capable of them doing, even though they, they don't see it, but you can see past it. Like, I know you can do it. And you also know when your kid don't got it. You also know, like, no, this is not this is not your department. Yeah, I know, I know you like it, but this is not for you. But you also know. So I feel like my mom always was able to see beyond what I could, and she always pushed me. And I'm grateful that she pushed me because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have known what I am actually capable of. And I still don't think that I have forced myself or pushed myself to see my full potential. I kind of sometimes half-ass it a little bit. So I, I would say that is that. If it wasn't because of her, tal vez me hubiese desviado. You know, like it happens and I would have been, como, you know, 
un pollo sin cabeza, <laughs> just like walking around the world trying a feather, to figure a it out. Feather in the wind. I was going to say, Amara, the music industry is changing so much, and I feel like women, female artists, are yeah. are really taking the the lead. I, I would say, yeah. especially in you know when it comes to our community. Where, mm -hmm. where, where do you think that you fall and how do you see yourself? Like what kind of music in the future are you hoping to create? The thing is, I'm a very a bubbly, happy, upbeat person. So whatever I do, I want to know that my music brings happiness and it brings joy. I like music that that um, can change your whole vibe. Like I'm stressed out. Let me put this music on and it's just going to get my my momentum, you know, going But then I also love songs where, like, I did my song Insecure, which is one of my favorite songs, that I also was able to connect with women, you know, and, and connect in a more vulnerable aspect because I'm not always happy. Like, like you know what I'm saying? The battery's got to turn off at some point. And I also go through roller coasters of emotions. Like, I really feel right now, if I were to go into a studio, uh, which would be so great, and I would really sit down and do, like, a whole album of what my life has been like in the past two years... And not just two years, two years now moving forward, I think I will come up with an amazing album where I am honest uh, about my feelings like I am now. And I know that a lot of people will be able to connect with me. So I love doing happy music, but I think that being able to do music that just connects with the audience, really, it's something that I, I visualize for the future for me. That's amazing. That's like That's a really yeah. good way of looking at it because you got to know what you want to do and who you want to... Where do you want to make music for? And you have two kids now. Do you yeah. feel like perhaps they'll inspire you in such a way where you'll create? I, I think you have the soul in you and the heart yeah. to really put something beautiful together. So do you feel like maybe you'll inspire yourself a little bit more to create something for them? Maybe, you know, to inspire them as well? I think that I will. But I also think that in my case, I, I can relate to a certain extent to things that Cardi B has said about her music. That she still does freaky, you know, adult fun music and she doesn't let her children listen to it. So I, I wouldn't want to like stop myself from doing what makes me feel good or what I know that my audience expects of me because of the and now I'm a mother. No, I'm a mother. You listen to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star over there and I'm over here, you know what I'm saying? Dropping it like it's hot. So, you know... I, I want to be able to create that balance. I think that creating that balance is important. But I definitely would love to uh, do music and, and do music videos que también es importante that um, empower them as well. You know, as a strong woman. Like, your mom's a strong woman. You know, she did that. Y algo que no eh, las avergüence. You know, that eventually they're like, oh my God, que vergüenza. Like, that's my mom over there. Puesta en cuatro. Like, no. <laughs> you know, I get it, but... But at the same time, guess what? Mama got to pay these bills. So you better, you know what I'm saying? Cover your ass, cover your ears, and let me do what I got to do. Beyonce did that too. I mean, I feel like she did that. Too. She She's helping women say, listen, I'm a mom, but I also want to be sexy and get it on with my partner. And I want to, yeah, so yeah. I'm excited I about that music, she, she does it. She does it very tastefully también. Like, it's, it's, it's sexy, but I don't find it personally, like, raunchy. I find it like tasteful. I've seen other artists, we're not going to mention any names, that I'm like, dude, you're basically just doing porno right now. Like, that's a lot. You could have still done the same thing and gotten the same reaction without having to like do it like that. Pero to each his own, everybody expresses their art form in different ways. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I think about like musical influences, what do you what are your thoughts on people like Mary J. Blige, like the hip hop era? And uh, are you ever going to dive into that genre? The thing about it is that funny enough, even though I'm loving hip hop and all these other things, I grew up in Miami in Miami. It's um, Miami is very hip hop influenced. I must admit, you know, for the African-American community, there's a lot of that, obviously, the original hip hop, like we have, we have some of them on the show. You know, we have Trina, we got Trick Daddy, like we got some of the original essence of hip hop as well. But I did grow up very cha cha. I did grow up more Latina than anything. So I didn't have that original experience of what hip hop was back then. I heard about it later on in life, pero ese no era mi público. Um, especially here in Miami, that is also very Latino based. My mom always had me more in Hialeah or whatever the Latinos were at. So I didn't get to enjoy uh, 
the real essence of Mary J. Blige and stuff, like when she first came in. I, I heard it later on in life. Pero I would, I don't know. I don't like to put any limits to myself. Like, I can't say I'm not. I'm very open-minded because what about CC? And then say, what about un palo, un éxito musical? Like, why not? So I, I think that in life you should experiment and try everything as much as you can. You never know where your, you know what I'm saying, where your target is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, are you thinking of perhaps letting your, your? I know you've spoken about, you know, having a casting agent for your daughters already, but what what are you your thoughts on on perhaps letting the girls into the music industry, into the music business? Uh, are you going to shelter them from this lifestyle, this, you know, hustle? I would love to be that support system for my children, whatever it is they decide that they want to be. And if I see that they're talented, I don't want to be the one to be like, Concho, pero la niña canta, la niña es buena. And I'm like, no, you're going to be doctora. No, 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 no. If I see that you're good at something and you have potential, whether I want it for you or not, if it's your blessing, your route, dale, pa'lante, vamos. Now, I'm going to push you to the end of you. You're going to hate me. I'm going to do you like what mommy did to me. But that's the only way for you to get out the best potential. And like I always say, I always think it's important, not just musically. Uh, I think it's important to expose them to as many things as possible. If you like music, fine. I'm going to expose you to piano, to violin, to many other things, percussion. Look and see what really uh, uh, you know catches your eye. And, and support them for sure. Um, but I do want to protect them from the animals, okay? The animals, the beasts, the monsters that this entertainment industry has that, you know, will use somebody's uh, ambitions of being successful for their own benefit. And like I said, I've gone through many things in this industry. Like I've personally gone through a lot of stuff que yo quisiera cuidar a mis niñas because I, there's a lot of uh, wolves, you know, pretending to be sheeps out here. Amara, I want you to elaborate a little bit more about what it was like for your mom when she was first trying to get you into the business. I, 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 I'm really yeah. curious about that. Well, how about this? I was born in 1990 and I already had my first trophy in 91. So my mom had me like in beauty pageants, baby beauty pageants, like with the big dresses and like la, las medias con encaje and like the big bowls, like one of those baby dolls. Okay, so that was my mom with me. Then she started me off with doing beauty pageants, one of those psychotic beauty pageant moms. Like I had a face full of makeup, you know, I had little dance routines and bathing suits and one of those. And she would make me do the same damn routines in the house a thousand times. She would put all my little teddy bears in the couch and then she would be like, dale, cántale, bailale. ¿Cómo tú le vas a hacer el público? Y me decía, tírale beso, send them kisses, move your hand, da, 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 da. Like, she like lived her frustration as an artist through me. So sometimes I was just tired or I didn't want to do it or like, mom, I don't care for this crap right now. And she would really get upset. Like, she would put so much effort and time and these outfits were very expensive, like, like five, six hundred dollars on a little baby outfit, you know, embroidered with stones and all this stuff. And it was a whole sacrifice for her. So that's how she started me. And then once she started seeing that I actually was good at it and I kept winning competitions and then I went Miss Photo, Miss Photogenica and then this and, and, you know, and then it became this industry also for moms, like the baby ones. Eso también is very, moms are very competitive. 
It's not even about the kids anymore. It's like the moms are fighting with each other. So long story short, that's how she started me. And my big break was in 1994 in Don Francisco. They did uh, Miss Chiquitica, which was a segment that they had. I actually won. And after I won, Don Francisco was like, you know, ella es muy simpática. You know, we love her personality. We would love to have her officially here. And El Clan Infantil, which was a segment that they had with the children's had opinions and things like that. I was there for six years every Saturday. Um, then I became a background dancer for Univision. And then from there, you know, Disney commercials, this, that, like, you know, a lot of things started to open up and doors. But my mom was really the one who was like, this is what Thank you, mom. <laughs> Basically, she's the one that even though, yeah, she, thanks, even though she pushed you, uh, it, it got you somewhere. And and by the way, guys, if you want to listen uh, to that episode, it is in the archives. So make sure you uh, yes. check that out. Her time with Sabado Gigante and her come up there. It was very interesting because I watched the show yes. growing up, which means I watched you when you yes. were a kid growing up because I'm... Not that much older than you. I'm what you said. You were born in uh, nine, 1990. in 1990. Yeah, so I'm only a couple years older than you, but I do remember watching uh, Don Francisco a lot. Every, I feel like every Latino, you know, either your mother, your grandmother, or somebody, you saw yeah. it at some point because it was such an important part of our culture. Sitting down Saturday. on Saturdays to watch four yeah. hours of Don Francisco. Don Francisco and Chacal and all the other things that they had. So yeah, it, it, it was an incredible time to be alive, and it's something that's missed today. You know, I want to close this off with uh, with you giving our our younger audience, perhaps, or anyone out there, or a mother that might be thinking of putting their kid through, you know, the entertainment business, or they have goals as as your mom did for you. What would be some of the yeah. encouraging some encouraging words? Uh, that you would want to give anyone listening right now? Yeah, for sure. If you see that your kid is talented, support them. You know, stop picking, stop deciding what you want your kids to be and support what God meant for them to be. If you see that they're talented in whatever it is, whether it's sports, whether they're good at math, whether they're good at science, whether what they want to do hair, it doesn't matter. Support them. You never know if they are going to be amazing later on in life with what they do. And if later on they decide to do something else, support them with that too, because they do also have the rights to change their mind. They do also have the rights to explore and experiment with different things. So just be open-minded to that. Also, expose them. I always talk about exposure. I think exposing your kids to different things is very important in order for them to know what they're good at. You know, if you only show them one, two, three things, that's the only option that they have. But if you show them about, you know, space, and then you show them about the sea, and then you show them about different things, you give them an, oppor an opportunity for their mind to, to you know, open up. Um, if you have to sacrifice a little bit, you know, as a parent, I think that you automatically sacrifice. But if you have to sacrifice a little bit of your time, your energy to take them to a class, whether it's football class, dance class, ballet, ballet or whatever it is, do it for your kids. Because como te digo, you never know. And just be supportive. Stop telling your kids what you want them to be. It's not about you. You have your life to decide what you want to be. Stop telling them what they have to be. Support whatever it is that you see that they're gifted at, you know? And obviously guide them, guide them, you know, motivate them, be their number one cheerleader because you'll never forget, even if you think that they're young, they'll never forget that time that you supported them, that you were their cheerleader, that you were, that you stood by them, that you didn't let them fall. So just be that support system. And also 
Use social media to also find the best talent agency, to find the best dance school, to find the best whatever coach that you can find. You you have the internet. Unlike our parents back in the days, they didn't have too many options. La, La Pagina, Pagina Maria, Maria yeah. things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah wow. the yellow pages. But, um, you know, you have options these days. So, so just support your babies, you know, support your kids. Be the best parent you can be and let them live their lives. Just be there to guide them rather better and protect them. Once again, as usual, uh, Alex, Big Sexy, thank you so much for coming in today. Arlene, Mrs. Juicy, thank you so much for always supporting me on the show. And um, and I always love being able to connect with you guys, especially now that I've given you guys an opportunity to get to know Amara uh, even a little bit more with the Throwback Thursday. And then, like I said before, if there's anything that you want to know, anything that you want to hear, feel free to leave any comments. We're always there to read the comments and hit you guys back up. Thank you once again for joining uh, Exactly Amara today like you do every Thursday. And remember to follow Exactly Amara on Instagram and on Twitter. And also, My Cultura Podcast on Instagram so you can check out all the other podcasts that My Cultura has. You also can watch us on YouTube. Just go to the search bar and write exactly Amara to check out the behind the scenes or Amara La Negra. And remember that this has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Así que mi gente, ya ustedes saben, this is your girl Amara La Negra, and you just heard exactly Amara. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Este Día de las Madres, únase a CARE para honrar la resiliencia de las madres en todo el mundo. En Sierra Leona, donde se enfrentan a una de las tasas de mortalidad materna más altas del mundo, una enfermera llamada Zainab no ha perdido a una sola madre bajo su supervisión. Con el apoyo del trabajo de CARE, la clínica alimentada por energía solar de Zainab se ha convertido en un faro de esperanza en la región. El espíritu de Zainab se extiende al trabajo de CARE en todo el mundo, con el objetivo de garantizar la seguridad de todas las madres durante el parto. Únase a nosotros para apoyar la salud materna. Obtenga más información en care.org barra oblicua madres.